everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Melissa, welcome back from your, I'd say vacation, but more like adventure. Adventure is a better word. <laughs> so tell, yeah. tell me about your adventure. Well, you know, I've been into fly fishing the last few years, mm -hmm. right? My son, Mitchell, and I, and we've gotten to do some really fun trips together. And, yeah, and, but, and when you say fly fishing, this isn't like, like, let's stand at the edge of a lake and cast no. around. This is like hike in Full through combat. the woods, up a stream, yep. over logs, like rocks, yeah. cliffs, seriously, walking chest deep in raging waters to get to the good spots. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this is like, it's not for the faint of heart. hardcore fishing. This isn't like easy Sunday right. fishing. Exactly. So when I signed up for this latest adventure, I was picturing it was in Louisiana in the flats, which is like right the all the tributaries that go right to the ocean, right? So it's like lots of high grasses and you're in a skiff, which is a real flat bottomed boat okay. where three people can be in it. So one is standing at the bow on this flat bow. And a lot of times there's like a little cage around you so you don't fall off. Hmm. Then someone sits in the middle and then the guide sits in the back on like a huge, tall structure, like a bird nest, like real high, high up. And okay. he uses a pole to push you around. To push the I'm, boat around. Yes, exactly. And huh. find the fish. It's sight fishing. So the flats are fairly shallow and we were fishing what are called reds and they're great, big, huge fish that are so cool. Huh. And I thought, well, you know, all of my trout fishing, like I, I can do this. You know, it says it's for yeah, all it, levels of it's not like uh, your, all levels. Right. It's not like your first day. Right. Like, well, yeah, we're saying like the stuff that you yeah. and Mitchell have done. Yeah. It's, it's not like it, yeah. it, it's again, it's not like the easy mode. It's you've been on the hard no. mode of fishing. Yeah, I thought I had been. Uh -huh. Let's just say it this way. <laughs> So um, it was like, yeah, everyone's going to catch a fish. I went mm -hmm. with seven other women. One was a friend. I didn't know anybody else. Mm. And it was guided by a woman named Meredith McCord, who is a world-known fly fishing angler. She holds over 250 records mm. of fish. And um, she's awesome, huge on social media. And I'd been following her for a long time. So I'm so excited about this trip. Um, so it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like uh, in that environment with a world-class guide and with your experience, right. you're yes. like, yeah, I'm for in. sure ready to have a good time. I am picturing the hero shot with this huge, <laughs> you're holding the big trophy yeah. size fish because <laughs> everyone will get one. You yep. know, I am, you can tell by how I'm building up this story. <laughs> um, but I was so excited. We went to this lodge and we were taken care of. And so what happens is you get up at six in the morning, you go into the kitchen, you make your sack lunch, 
whatever you want. There's this whole buffet of things set out. Mm -hmm. You have a breakfast and you leave the house by 630 in the morning and you don't return until like 5 p.m. Wow. And we did that for four days, Monday through Thursday. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this this is going to be what could go wrong? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) <laughs> so much more than I realized. <laughs> I realized something about myself. You know, how I'm always talking about, oh, just be in the flow. You know, yes, yep. I'm competitive, but I'm getting over that. Well, it turns out that it's still very much lurking in my <laughs> system. <laughs> like those fish is just under the water. <laughs> oh, I can't even explain to you how hard this was for me. First of all, day one. Oh, so because there are eight women, there are four boats, Mm -hmm. four guides, and you trade off who you fish with every day. Mm. So I fished with my friend Michelle the first day and um, didn't catch anything. And I came back and a couple of the other women hadn't caught anything either. So I wasn't really thinking much about it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Well, first of all, this is much harder than I thought. So fly fishing is, in, in this particular case, you use a nine-foot long rod, okay? And um, so that's pretty long and mm-hmm. heavy. It's a little heavy only because of the length. It's a real lightweight rod. But when it's that long, you know, the yep. center of gravity is different. And you have to cast with this fly rod, the only weight that you are using is the, is the weight of the line and the weight of this little fly, this Hmm. little pretend fluffy thing that's on the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. And my best casts, because I do more stream fishing and trout fishing, my best casts are maybe 25 feet long. That's Hmm. not very long. Okay. In order to actually do this kind of fishing, you really needed to be closer to 40 or 50 feet. Hmm. Uh-huh. I didn't really get that. So you couldn't get out. You couldn't cast out far enough. Yes. That's one problem. The other problem was when you're standing on the front end of the skiff, it is windy. We have mm. 25 to 30 mile an hour winds. There was a huge storm coming in. One day we got blown off the water because it was 45 mile an hour winds. Hmm. Okay. That's really, really windy. So when you're casting <laughs> this very light, light stuff, into wind and you're already a little challenged with how far you can get it out it is really challenging (laughs) it's really hard and one of the guides on the second day decided that what i really needed was to be instructed Mm. every single move i made Mm -hmm. how did you take from seven seven o'clock in the morning (laughs) until about 2 30 every single move i made Mm. hey Oh, no, you got to bring her. Shut the door. Melissa, shut and open the door. That's how you cast. Your arm has to be like shutting up. You got to keep it parallel with the water. You got to just get it. Okay. By about two o'clock, I thought I was going to cry. Mm. It was so stressful. <laughs> and I'm sitting there having this conversation with myself in the skip. He's like, you're not going to quit. And I'm like, yep, I need a break. You're not going to quit. Yep, I'm, I am definitely going to take a break. And this whole time I'm thinking to myself, Melissa, you're a coach. Get out of your head. Get out of yeah. your head. Why are you judging yourself so hard? You know, just let it go. Let it go. Like you're on vacation. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. 
Oh, it sucked so bad, JJ. All right. <laughs> so the long and the short of it is, at the end of day four, everybody had fish on the board except mm. for me. Oh, except that's a bummer. for me. I had no fish on the board. And I texted my family. <laughs> we have a family chat. I texted my family with this. Honestly, it was beautifully prosed. <laughs> why I hate fly fishing. I'm <laughs> never going to fly fish again. And I strung together swear words that I didn't even know could go together with such eloquence. <laughs> wow, That's when sounds... I realized my, my ego was in. That's yeah. when I realized I was really invested with my ego. Sounds like such an amazing trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, so you didn't get what you wanted, which was a fish. Right. Oh, but you uh oh. you did get an ego check and a lesson yeah. in humility. Yeah. Huge piles of humility. You know, it's really interesting because I noticed something. All of these women are all I should also say that the women that I met, they were all, you know, experienced anglers. Mm -hmm. And I was the I think I was actually the only this isn't an excuse. This is just like a description of the group. I think I was the only angler that had not done saltwater fishing yet. Mm. And it's hugely different. It is hugely, hugely different. But it's funny because the ego was my ego was playing games with me. And I was like, that shouldn't matter. I've pulled in huge mm -hmm. steelhead. I've pulled in salmon. I've done this. I've done that. Like, um, it's funny how your mind plays tricks on you when you start to get discouraged. Mm. Because I was hugely discouraged. Yeah. And I had a choice to make because by the end of the last day, um, you know, the guy that I was with was getting phone calls saying, you've got to put her on a fish, hmm. right? And everyone was su supporting me, mm -hmm. but I was like, stop, just stop. Everybody stop doing hmm. that. You know, it made me feel so stupid. Yeah. You know, like, why can't I do this? Everybody else, everybody else seems to be able to do this. So I've had a lot of reflection time about that trip, you know, so now I've been home for a couple of weeks and mm -hmm. to add insult to injury, the minute I got back, I got COVID. <laughs> oh, you had a lot of time to just sit around and like <laughs> think about your experience. Well, first, oh. like the thing that strikes me first is like, not that we shouldn't have like X, you know, like, like dreams about what our vacation should be or maybe right. what we right. want a vacation to be or what we want like an adventure i wouldn't even yeah. say this was a vacation that was like a like it an, was adventure. an adventure like um but we have these ideas of what those should be mm -hmm. before we go and a lot of times yeah when you're when you're preparing when you're packing when you're getting ready you build that up to like right such a unbelievable yeah. expectation that if right. it doesn't go right it derails the whole thing i think you and i talked about about mm -hmm. expectations yeah. around vacations before yeah and, and you know what else you know what else we've talked about and mm -hmm. it comes right in here too is we talked about how social media plays with us a little bit mm. this also came into play a great amount because i had been following meredith on social media for a really long time oh yeah so all you see is a daily string of all, yeah the, the wins. wins you don't see like the went out five days in a row caught nothing in the rain and it was torture that's right. right that's exactly right and you don't see that and you do definitely want to pretend like that part doesn't exist like mm -hmm. 
I, I did. It, it's so true because I really played games with myself. I played such mental games with myself and the whole thing was a mental game. Hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't a physical, I realized it wasn't a physical game anymore. It was a mental game. And just the amount that people, I don't know, just the amount of people, the way people respond to things, expectations, social media. Um, it was really funny because like Meredith is just the absolute greatest person in the world, super down to earth, you know, in person, she was wonderful, but it's funny how much people would even treat her differently because of who she was, hmm. you know, for example, she said, Hey, um, you know, everybody for pictures, like, um, you know, wear a pop of color because she mm. always wears fun colors. And whatever she's fishing for, mm -hmm. she wears the color of the fish for the pictures. Oh, that's funny. It's beautiful, <laughs> but you don't think about it, right? Yeah. Anyway, if I may indulge you, I would like to read you an excerpt of something that Mitchell sent to me when I okay. was at my lowest point. All right. Okay? Yep. Everybody, this is honestly, if you can have a kid like this, you're the luckiest person in the world. He sent me this as a separate message just to me. He said, fishing is hard. The people that make it look easy only do so because they fish a lot. For every successful trip, there are handfuls of unsuccessful ones that you never hear about because people only share their wins. I'm very proud of you for putting yourself in a fishing environment you aren't used to and trying something new. You learned a lot and, still, um, and you still are going to have stories to share when you even got to fish with a serious fishing legend. Fly fishing is way tougher than spin fishing, and I admire how you didn't give up. Maybe we just need to find some less difficult opportunities to build your confidence up. Mm. That's what he wrote. Wow. What a nice message. That kid what is awesome. What a nice, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but the ego plays tricks on your mind, and, and even me as a coach, mm -hmm. right? Talking about this stuff all the time. I got so waylaid by my expectations yeah. and then the reality of what happened. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like, like we talk about this. I mean, we talk about this every week. You're in conversations every day. Yeah. Um, and the idea that, that, like you said, you can, you're in it and you got so far in without realizing how bad it was getting for you until right. maybe like day three or four. Right. 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 And just right. like you kind of went deeper and deeper in that hole. Despair. With, it got yeah. to a point where I almost felt like despair. Like I just wanted to pack up my stuff and go. I mean, I <laughs> felt like a little kid. <laughs> I felt like a little kid getting picked last for the kickball team. Hmm. That's what it felt like. So anyway, I just thought that it was a really interesting. Um, so I, I did make some real distinct decisions while I was there because every night we were all together with everyone and everyone was sharing all their stories and explaining how great everything was. And, and then they'd all <laughs> kind of look at me there and quietly. I'm sitting there quietly <laughs> drinking a beer or whatever. Crying yeah. in your beer. <laughs> Crying in my beer. Um, this beer is but... so watered down with my tears. <laughs> I don't want to drink. I don't want to eat. I just want to go to bed by myself with the door shut. But um, I decided to be really optimistic and not falsely, but I decided to just embrace everything that I experienced on that trip. Mm -hmm. And I realized I really got to meet some amazing people and when I did... learned a bunch. But when did you decide that? Did you decide that after you got back? Nope. Oh, I actually decided there. it while I was there. Um, 
And I hadn't really pieced together the one guide that was really hard on me that did leave a mark. And I actually really learned some things in there too, because he was a perfectionist and he's a really good angler and he's so good at what he does. And I really liked him. I really, really liked his personality. I really liked him. Um, and yet his coaching style was very hard on me and it mm. wasn't the kind of style that was good for me. But even in the moment when you're really upset, you don't really realize that. Mm -hmm. So um, even in that time, I thought, you know what, that wasn't my style. It's okay. I'm going to let that, I'm going to try to let that go as much as I can right now. I know I'm going to revisit this later because I've got a lot of feelings about it, but right now I'm going to just be in this present moment with these people. Yeah. And I made some, I'm, I, I'm actually already taking another fishing trip with one of the women on the group, um, that I just love. She mm. sent me a message. She's like, Hey, Hey, let's go do this. And I was like, yeah, let's, so we're doing it in February. Cool. Um, yeah. So I guess it was like in the moment I had to make these choices, but wow, was it ever a fight head over heart? It was a huge battle for me. Mm. So like what, what could, what would you do? Like, have you thought about like what? what would you do next time if you're in a similar situation to yeah. like get yourself maybe like stay more centered more often yeah and and maybe not get so derailed during the trip well you kind of said something a few minutes ago about expectation and i think that's probably the first thing is i would not have such a high expectation even though I was saying I only wanted to catch one fish. Mm -hmm. Like I thought that was being low expectation, but it wasn't a very realistic expectation because I'd never done that kind of fishing before. Yeah. I mean, in the wind, when you're standing on a flat boat in shallow water, you get tossed around. Mm. So to actually have to stand with your feet planted and you're wearing snow pants and big coats and hats, um, just the just getting used to the feeling of being on mm. the front of a boat like that is really something to get used to. Yeah. So, so kind of it in any in any sort of adventure, like yeah, we just tend to think about, you know, we can map like our current experience onto right. that adventure, and right. but it's so easy to just forget about all of the other things that might be yeah. happening, yeah. right? Like, um, like those other things about the environment that that you haven't experienced right so, and i just took all that for granted so you I just like, like the expectations just like the good part of the whole yeah. experience and you forget to put the expectation of the bad parts right, right? exactly yeah. yeah and i think just being more open like another thing that i really learned and i think this applies to a lot of things not just fishing but when you fish for different species every species fishes differently mm everything is can be very different so even though there's all this commonality oh i have to have a license i have to have a rod i have to have certain mm -hmm. kind of bait i have to have these things every single fish species is different so your success of getting sunfish uh, right. like little sunnies out of the uh lake and brainerd <laughs> right. is not right. mapping to this experience <laughs> right exactly just a little different bamboo poles different so i don't know I so there's that expectation lesson. thing but then also like when you were at your sort of height of frustration like i just imagine you're like you're standing out there on the bow yeah there's this guy yelling at you you yeah. can't at the at some point you're probably just so physically fatigued you can barely yes 
cast yeah, the rod exactly right like mm-hmm. how like that moment for you yeah awful this must have I felt did. like I, i'm done i thought i was going to cry huh. and i'm just not a crier as you mm-hmm. know um and i wish i was because i think it'd probably be more healthy but i was so upset that i couldn't even think straight i was like you know and the thing with fly fishing is it is pretty technical you've got to learn a lot of mm-hmm. stuff and um if you if you get in your head you can't do any of it right yeah nothing right it's it's a and lot I was like, so, like so many sports it's like you so have to many you have to not think to be good at it exactly Exactly. So it's got to be all muscle memory kind of stuff. Well, right. But the interesting thing too is like in those situations, like you want to quit. Yeah. But there's this core value and maybe external like core value that's like maybe in your core value and other people's values kind of being thrust upon you like, hey, yeah, don't quit. We don't we're not a quitter. We're going to get through it. Exactly. And so you've got these two yeah contrasting emotions oh and yeah it was very conflicting sometimes like do we do a podcast on this? sometimes we should just quit like <laughs> this is my opinion on things sometimes you actually should just quit <laughs> sooner than you think maybe oh. not in this scenario but it is interesting how how when you start bringing some of those values about what you what you should do or yeah. maybe what who you will, the kind of person you want to be or, or, or how you should act um, yeah. really adds so much more stress to a situation. It absolutely was incredibly stressful. And, um, oh, here's the other thing I noticed, you know, just me being misobservational. Mm-hmm. When I could get out of my own head for a moment, I observed how different people respond to people that are in stress. Mm. Different people respond to it differently. There were some women on that trip who tried to bring themselves to my level. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I haven't done much of that either. Oh, I, you know, um, when they had, but they were just trying to say whatever they could to try to make me feel better. Some people yeah, kind they're of trying avoided to like, they me. Want to be part, yeah, <laughs> like connect with you by being sort of yeah, share, yeah. shared experience. Right? Yes, exactly. Some didn't know what to do, so they kind of tried to leave me alone mm. until they mm-hmm. gauged my own response to it, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting too. And I think we do that as humans. Like, if somebody's in a real bad mood, oftentimes we will make a decision to just not be near that person, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't want to deal with it. So there were people that were observing me like that, and I really appreciated something Meredith said afterwards. She said, "You know what? I loved your attitude this whole trip." Mm. She said, "You taught a lot of people." a lot of things this week. And I thought, oh, that was such a kind thing for her to say. I mean, here she is, this world record holder, and she's watching me just (laughs) look like I'm making spaghetti in the sky, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um, But I just appreciated her thought and just appreciated her intentionality on saying something like that. So anyway, it's a good reminder. Ego is real. Ego is real. And... I don't know, in order to really learn well, we just have to be able to set our ego aside or even if it rages its ugly head, at least give it its time and then come right back to being open to learn. You know, I I, I guess I really did learn that. What a good lesson. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the best lessons that we get are in these times where 
things are yeah. not so great. <laughs> right. Now look at that. You're, you're fish, signing though. yourself up for like, you're signing yourself up for like another go at it. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> now, I wasn't no, going to say no, this. Actually, now this flips to like a whole different uh, issue, <laughs> which is like, you're going to do this until you actually catch a huge fish. Oh God. Why do you have to know me so well? I already booked another trip there. I, I hate to say it. And you know what else I did? It just arrived while we were talking. I ordered a inside practice casting rod that's with yarn. It's made out of it's a line or it's a it's a four foot fishing rod so, with a piece of yarn. Okay. So who's not driven by ego? Miss oh, like God, I didn't I catch a fish, still. so now I'm buying and booking more trips so I can catch a fish. <laughs> freak. Super freak. Hey, at least you that's know right. I'm human. Nothing wrong with being a little competitive. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing. I'm definitely not going to ask you how your um, vacation, your like adventure goes again, because you know, <laughs> wait till thing. I bring it up. <laughs> wait till I bring it up. <laughs> the next one will be a fishing story of complete success. <laughs> I'd like to end this with Men Provisions is this great fly fishing store in South Minneapolis. And he has these great stickers. I think I have like 40. And the sticker says, fly fishing is hard. Think twice. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy this episode please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe rate and leave a review so others can discover it as well growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go and it's better when we're all in it together please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them we can't thank you enough for listening until next time happy exploring seekers <laughs>